0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullocker Podcast, I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Adam Vokey. Hey, what? happy new year everybody. Yeah, welcome to 2024. 2024, man, I hope 2023 was awesome for you. How about you, how was your 2023? It was, had its ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. But it was okay overall. Yeah, it was actually a pretty good year, actually, not too bad at all. I had some pretty pretty bad moments, but you know, a lot of great moments. And we had a lot of great moments in podcasting this oh, year, dude. So many, so many great stories. You know, it's funny. Uh, this is the uh, best of episode. Uh, so we, you and I are going to pick. Well, you picked three, and I picked four because I yeah. cheated and picked an extra one. And we let, <laughs> <laughs> we let Susan Koser pick one, but she also picked one you'd already previously picked. Right. So, so you, Susan stole my fourth one. We'll just go with Susan. that. That's all right. I love Susan. Yeah. She's awesome. She is great. Um, but it was it was fun. It, it, it's funny because we had talked you and I, and you said, "Well, I don't. Nothing really sticks out to me right now." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't. I can't really think." And then I started re-listening to them all, and I'm like, "Oh, I forgot some of these damn yeah, stories, yeah. man." I was the same way. I was like, "Oh yeah." And it's so. it's. I, I love doing this episode, and I hate doing this episode all in the same time. <laughs> I like it because it's fun to reminisce on the fun stories we've heard over the year. And it sucks because it's hard to pick just a few right yeah almost every episode has a story in it that you just is just amazing you know what I'm saying yep. so uh, it, it's made it really tough to do but you know what It's, it's cool we uh, we picked a few of our favorites and we'll give some shout outs too and talk about oh, yeah. some other episodes while we're at it right Oh yeah um, and once again, uh I guess we'll we'll keep doing this. Uh, thank you to the brush emporium before we go yeah, we start absolutely. this up. Uh, without them, we wouldn't have this great podcast studio downstairs to uh, work out of. Not, It's so nice not to have to break down and, and set up every time, man. But uh, they've been so awesome and so generous with everything here. So please, 210 Clayton Street, come support them. If you haven't eaten here yet, what are you waiting for, man? Come on down. Yeah, wings are awesome. Oh, Pizza's the, great. What, Ice cream's great. What's your favorite wing?
1: Oh, the, the dry rub, the... Um, I like
0: the lemon pepper and the garlic pepper. So. The garlic pepper is awesome. Or the garlic, is it garlic pepper? Garlic pepper, yeah, Yep. Yeah, yeah. And dude, I'm not a dry rub dude, man. I like them wet. But. See, I was the same
1: way. That's what I told Gilbert, I'm like, yeah. man, I'm not big on dry rub, but nope,
0: whew, changed my mind. He he changed my mind as well, man. So I, I always order the dry rub, garlic rub, uh, or garlic pepper. Sorry, but finally, like Buffalo Wild Wings, their dry rub sucks. Mm-hmm. But their garlic was pretty good too. That's another. <laughs> <laughs> Please make sure you support these guys because they really have done an awesome job with this place. Looking for a unique gift? Come on down here. It's all homemade stuff, local vendors, right? Yep, yep. Support local. Support local. And the pizza, like we said, is amazing. They have uh, a great place to eat upstairs. Board games. If you want to come have a family night and have some pizza, come on down. It's a great family friendly restaurant, man. So, yeah, totally, it's t- totally great place to be. So, as we were talking about earlier, we both picked. Uh, I, well we both picked four more or less and, but Susan stolen at Adam so um, we're gonna we're gonna get to talk about some of these episodes there's eight of them it's gonna be I <laughs> want this to be a five-hour episode so um, <laughs> right. the first episode uh, was the one you had picked and, and Susan' s- snuck in <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, episode 138 with Allison Walker this uh, story is Eisenhower enjoy
2: Eisenhower so I only did one year of college, didn't make it, which is why I'm a massage therapist now. Good for you, man. (laughs) I decided college was not for me, Um, but for that one year, I went to Mesa State. So driving back and forth, where do you drive through the Eisenhower Uh, Tunnel?
0: tunnel. Back and forth from where? From here? From
2: Brush to Grand Junction.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: And granted, that's not daily. We're talking like once a month. You know, okay. when you come home for holidays, the whole thing, you know. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So lived in Grand Junction and, um, you know, come home for Thanksgiving, come home for Christmas, come home to see the the family, whatever. Sure, sure, And this isn't like a, you know, this isn't like a two-hour drive, you know, going to Grand Junction, you know, take Eight you hours, like, yeah, right? your yeah. all-day thing. Yeah. So you better make sure you're coming home for like good things, Right, right. right. Well, me and my girlfriend, Roxy, we went to Mesa State, and all our other friends went to see a shoe.
0: What's up, Roxy? Right.
2: <laughs> and so I think we were going home after, I believe it was Thanksgiving, you know, after the week-long, you know, break, had so much fun with all our friends, came back to brush and probably a lot of underage drinking because we were 19. And um, we're heading back, and we get into the Eisenhower Tunnel, and it is completely stopped. Just cars backed up. Ooh. And Eisenhower Tunnel, I believe, is like two or three miles long. Right. It's It's a pretty long tunnel. Right. And the Eisenhower's kind of crazy because sometimes you'll go one side, it's sunny, you'll go on the other side and it's snowing. Right. So you're always like prepared for some shit to go down at the Eisenhower Tunnel. If you live in Grand <laughs> Junction and you, you know, if you're going back and forth, right. you just prepare for that. Or if you're a trucker, I guess. Right. But um, so we're in the middle of the tunnel. And just stopped. And, I mean, we're stopped for a while. You know, after, like, 30 minutes, you're sitting there like, all right, what's going on? They even have workers coming around telling people to turn their cars off, like, after an hour sitting there. This this goes on. We're still sitting there. Two hours later, like, God, what's going on? People are outside their cars, like, playing catch, walking around. I mean, it's like, that's how long we were sitting there. It's just people are trying to walk to the end to see what is going on like outside the tunnel
0: what's the dealio yeah. so basically
2: it was a truck jackknifed right outside the tunnel to a point where not even one car could drive by you know so they're trying to get it out of the way but we're just sitting ducks
0: So on jackknife you mean like is it on its side or is it just or did? it
2: um i don't know really how to explain it but it was like almost it was blocking both yeah lines. Okay. it was like there was not one car coming right. through but Oof. i don't know what a jackknife is like when the the truck's facing this way and the trailer's facing this way, but it's like a point. A That's <laughs> a That's exactly it. But I mean, it, it's to the point where it's like nobody's getting through, and okay. they have C dots there. I mean, it's a whole thing. But it was snowing on that side, oh, so wow. it was like must hit black eye Something happened right outside the tunnel.
0: What side is that? Is that the? Uh, Grand Junction side, yeah, going towards Grand Junction. So it's where the slopes down, right Yeah, out yeah, of the yeah. yeah okay.
2: Yep. And yeah. what is that like? The closest is like Vale, maybe on the other side. silver yeah.
1: it's
0: Silverthorn.
2: Silverthorn yeah. So it's and it's like that deep incline. So they always say, you know, make sure you have your trains or what is it, your, your, chains, your chains on, on all yeah. that stuff, right? So we're sitting in their car, you know, all, all these things are happening. You're just asking people like, "What's going on there?" Oh, it's a truck. Oh, okay. You know, you're eating your snacks because if you're on a six hour, eight hour car ride, you're right. you have plenty of snacks. You're prepared for this to happen because it happens to you almost every time you go. Well, if anybody knows me that's listening to this podcast knows that I have like severe tummy issues.
0: <laughs> you preach <laughs> to the choir. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <right? laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it got to the point where I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom and I gotta go right this second. And, you know, Roxy knows the drill. We used to have this code word that literally if we were somewhere at a house party in high school, anything like that, we used to say pudding. That was like code red for I got to go. I got to go take a shit somewhere right now. And it was like you'd be just talking to somebody and you make eye contact and they're like pudding. You're like, you got to go. Like it is a we're getting in our car. We're going to Seven Eleven or, or the closest car, you know, or any closest house anywhere
0: you don't have to explain right. this to me whatsoever <laughs> right right like, like the Trust code me. word i'm with you so i'm like
2: this is the code pudding i gotta get the hell out of here yeah and so we're locking our cars even like you know
0: right
2: hopefully the traffic doesn't start we're, right. we're going on our like half a mile hike to the outside because i'm like well, i'm not gonna just throw my drawers down in front of all these people that are just sitting here yeah, yeah and we get to the outside snowing freezing and there's workers out there i mean there's tons of people out there and go up and I'm just like, do you guys have a bathroom? Oh, my God, do you have a bathroom? And they're like, yeah, for our employees. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, my God. You know, I'm like, you got the sweats and everything yeah. going on. <laughs> and, um, you know, as we're, like, asking the guy, like, you know, where's your closest bathroom? It just happens. I mean, no. yeah, into the <laughs> point, just throw my pants down in front of this guy because it's happening, and I'm just like, oh. I am so sorry. And Roxy's over here, like, taking her sock off. Like, here you go, Al. <laughs> like, she just knows what's going on. And I'm just like, I pray to God I'd never see you ever again in my life.
0: All right, so that was Eisenhower by Allison Walker. Here's the deal with the, these <laughs> podcasts, Adam. If this podcast went more than three episodes without a poop story, it'd be a miracle. Oh yeah, I mean an absolute miracle. Um, this was actually a story. Well, why did you pick the story? Because I can relate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's yeah. That's it. I do a
1: lot of driving for work, and I'm stuck in traffic and everything else. So yeah, it's like uh oh.
0: I I I'm with you. My mom actually is like, you see Allison Walker, you tell her I get it. I get it. <laughs> You know, I was like, I'll tell her mom. So uh, Allison was a lot of fun to bring on. I'm glad we uh, we tracked Allison down. She was yeah. a good time to bring in. And I out. almost had a code pudding
1: in Nebraska
0: one time. Right, <laughs> It was like two weeks after that episode aired. Yeah. So. And that's all you can think about was Allison yep. Walker. Yep. You yep. Know? I, was I was like, oh. oh,
1: shit. Oh, shit. But thank God in uh, Albert, Nebraska, little bitty little town. Right. They have like their little concrete porta-potties in the middle of the city park right off the highway. Concrete. So, um, yeah, they're, just, they're like permanent, like cinder block oh, 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 buildings, yeah, yeah. but they're about the size of a porta potty. And Thank God they had them because I wasn't making it much further than that. <laughs> I would have lost more than a pair of socks. I'll tell you that
0: Dude, right now. I'm telling you, it was, yeah, I, I know. I, I get it, Adam. Trust me. Uh, but when you get older, it's funny because that story is fantastic because it's in Eisenhower tunnel. There is right. nowhere to go. Yeah, that's, that's a new level of trap. <laughs> yeah, that is a little trap, dude. Uh, unless you want your car to smell like a number two uh, special. That's, uh, what you gotta do. So, uh, that, that's the, uh, that's the story we're going to kick off 2023 with here. So, uh, right. great story, Allison, thank you so much for coming on and doing it. It was, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, next story is actually, that's your first story we're going to pick for you is episode 127. Lizzie Shaw, uh, I-70 strong, man. Okay, here it is. Enjoy.
4: I was probably about 10, and my dad and I and um, one of his friends and his daughter, we all loaded up, and we went to Silverthorne to um, get firewood. And so we took about a 35-foot flat trailer, a brand-new Mega um, one-ton Dodge, and we go load up, and we had about... Six, six quarts of wood on there, and we're coming up the I-70, like coming up to Eisenhower Tunnel. Mm -hmm. And we're like trucking along, and all of a sudden, like things are going crazy on the pickup. So we're sitting there, and Troy, who – it was his pickup. We like pull over, and the pickup is just like smoking. It's not doing good. And so we kind of sit for just a little bit. We hop back in the pickup, and we go and make – Make it maybe 40 yards. So we pull off again. And you know what? What is it? From Silverthorne to Top of Eisenhower, like 10 miles? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It probably took us, I bet you, three and a half, four hours. Yeah. It was a long day. (laughs) And so Troy's getting pissed. Dad's getting pissed. I'm in the back with like a two, three-year-old little girl, and I'm about 10. And so my dad gets out, and he's like, you know what? Let's give these truckers a show. <laughs> so my dad gets out of the pickup and takes his shirt and off. we hook like this pretty thick rope um, to the front of the bumper. And dad puts it over his shoulder. And no, like he, he's a juicy guy. So <laughs> we're over on the breakdown lane and Troy hunkers down in the driver's seat. And so as dad is like, in front of the pickup it looks like he's pulling this dodge <laughs> mega cab pickup and six quarts of wood and he is just huffing and puffing well i'm in the back and you can't see me so i'm telling troy like go to the left a little left and so troy's all hunkered down real good and we're we're turning he's turning the wheel and i'm like oh go to the right go to the right and then you know we slowly would like just kind of creep along and we did that for. Per- probably I want to say almost a mile <laughs> and you just see truckers like leaning out their trucks and they're <laughs> honking at my dad and I am dying I am laughing so hard and so uh yeah we finally make it to the very top and the whistles are howling at us and I'm like oh gosh like what's going on
0: like the trucker yeah, no
4: like some big whistle for Eisenhower like oh, I yeah see. like The people that are in the tunnels and stuff, and the whistles are going, and so we like pull off because we thought it was us, and so we finally get to the top and we're waiting. Anyway, some guy in like this orange suit comes out, and he's got like this long tape measure. Well, the semi behind us was too big, and we thought it was us. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, oh, dad, he he hauled that uh that truck and that cord of wood, and we just kind of creeped along, and it was it was so funny though. Oh my goodness.
0: And so. About what year are we talking?
4: So I was ten. So uh, two thousand.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. It'd been better if you were on the hood of the truck with a whip. <laughs> right. So that was Lizzie and I seventy uh, strong man. Uh, Liz, go ahead. You why'd you pick that one? I
1: just I just liked it because I'm friends with Doug and I could totally see him doing something like that and and just I have a feeling that's like a core memory almost with lizzie and right, her dad right. and it's just that thing i have two daughters so i do stupid shit like that every now well i haven't taken my shirt off and pulled the truck down the interstate but <laughs> no, no no i'll no, do no, stupid no. stuff to don't, don't pull the truck up the interstate, up the interstate yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah i'll do silly stupid stuff just to make my girls laugh and right. stuff so I, I get it like would kind of
0: hit close to the heartstrings yeah that's cool on yeah. that one so it's a cool story also because like you you just hit the head on the nail it's a it's a wonderful memory for her, you know. As right. a dad, he got to do that for her, and she'll never forget that. And I would have loved to see Doug Shaw. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I mean, just really putting into it, just grunting, <laughs> just getting after it. You know, um, how fun! And if if smartphones were relevant back then or around, uh, it went viral. Oh, for see, sure. You know, that Doug would have ended up in some government lab being tested <laughs> on to see. <laughs> see what, the avengers are real yeah yeah what <laughs> what uh performance enhancing drug old Shasso's on but uh i will say uh, before we go on to the next one lizzie Shasso uh there's there's two people i will say on this this list that came in and gave no no fucks they meant they came <laughs> at us bro and lizzie Shasso <laughs> is absolutely one of those people her whole episode is really pretty good it know? is uh that's yeah, funny you picked that story because I obviously would have picked the glory hole story, which is well worth the watch if you have not seen <laughs> episode 127 with Lizzie Shaw. So, so And when she told that story, it was funny because she seems so sweet, shy, and innocent, which I'm pretty sure is bullshit, but she seems <laughs> the part. And uh, it's just funny to watch her. My favorite part of that is when she has to say the word glory hole. And you can see... When she she's ready to say it, she's trying to church it up, but there's no way to church up that <laughs> saying "glory hole." Yeah. Okay, there's there's no there's no nice way of saying "glory hole." Okay, so it was uh, that's why I really enjoyed it. So that was episode one twenty seven, Lizzie Shaw. So I seventy strong man. Check that one out. Thank you, Lizzie, for coming on the podcast. By the way, we owe you some frozen uh, some frozen the freeze dried candy or the freeze dried candy. Yeah, we're gonna hook you up. So, all right, the next one is one of the ones I had picked. Uh, uh episode one hundred five with Joe Machuka, an old friend of mine. Uh this is Mexican Hospitality. Check it out, enjoy.
3: Mexican hospitality. Yes. Hmm. Well okay. Well back when I was a kid when we went down to Mexico, you know. I was about five years old, somewhere around there. Um we went down there to visit my grandparents. So we were outside and we were uh Back then, it was in Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Mexico. Yeah, I was going to say okay? you got to set the scene. This okay. is
5: not Mazatlan or Puerto Vallarta <laughs> Damn no,
3: It was downtown Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Mexico. Downtown. Um, back then, the dirt, the, the roads were still dirt; they weren't paved yet. So there was this big boulder there, <clears throat> and uh, the kids would come out, and we'd play soccer. We'd argue with them because their soccer was football, and when I said, "No, that's not football. Football's you know this way," and yeah. you know it was one of those deals. So anyway, um We were out there playing and everything and uh, my family decided they wanted to slaughter a hog so we went down they brought the hog they slaughtered it up They did all their little thing and you know, they're barbecuing drinking beer They're doing the family Mexican, you know surrounding party all that good stuff and uh, we were out playing soccer. and uh, I Went down where they were they have these big old kettles, okay, and in these kettles, they stick—you know—they make pork rinds and all that stuff, and they stick it all in there. And so I was sneaking these tortillas, and I'd heat them up, and I'd snatch one and take off, go play, eat, snatch, take off. I was told not to. Dad told me, "Say, you know what? You're gonna get sick. Don't be doing that." Well, me being me, I snatch one, take it out, take it out. You know, I was doing my thing. How old are you, about? <sighs> Six. <laughs> okay. yes, all right. seven. All right. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. And I just <coughs> got to ask for my own sure, gluttonous
5: sure. deliciousness. Are you talking about the chicharrones that still have big honks of meat That's attached exactly to it? That's exactly what I'm talking
3: about. That's why I couldn't stop eating. I almost spaced <laughs> out for a minute. Okay, let's, yeah. let's continue. Um, so anyway, I went out, played soccer. We're running around, you know, doing our thing. And uh, I remember going over. We ate a bunch of those Mexican candies. You know, they have the spice on them and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So we were eating those. Then I got, you know, kind of feeling sick to my stomach. I don't know why, maybe it was about a dozen chicharronis that I was eating, yeah, yeah, you know, so I went inside and I got sick and uh, man, it just like cramps and really bad, you know, I'm like, oh my God, this this sucks. So mom and everybody, they snatched me up, you know, took me to the hospital. There I go, went to the hospital. I was sick. They did their thing. I can't really remember exactly. I remember was a bunch of doctors and everything and they pushed my parents out and you know, it was almost like an emergency or something like that. And uh, I was like, well, man, I want my mom, you know? And they're like, no, 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 we, we need to take care of you. All right, so they snatched me up and they took me in there. Um, I fell asleep and I remember waking up. And when I woke up, um, this doctor comes in And he looks at me, and he says, like, hey, you know, uh, are you the American boy? And I was like, well, yeah. He goes, where are you from? I go, I don't know. I go, the United States. And he goes, oh, okay. He goes, do you speak Spanish? I said, yes. And he goes, okay. And then uh, he started talking to me in Spanish, saying, hey, you know, we need need this room, and I need you to understand we're just going to move you over to where the other children are. And you can go play and do your thing until your parents come pick you up. I'm all right, but you gotta stay in this bed. You can't leave this bed until the doctor says. It's like, oh all right. So all the off they cart me off. And uh I see all these kids and they're they're running around and they put me in this corner, you know, in the corner of the wall and there's this air valve. And uh I got the gloves. And i was making balloons and i was tying them up and i was giving them to the kids and the kids were running around with these hand balloons you know (laughs) and i'm like oh i go to bed wake up in the morning you know nobody's there just the kids nurses come in and out time goes on i go to bed i wake up i don't see my family but i didn't think about it you know and i was just playing with those things and they brought me games and they And that same doctor would come in and out and he said are you doing okay i was like oh yeah i'm fine so finally i got up and you know i was eating i was doing all my things and well after the i think it was the second day i believe i was i went to go fill up one of those little hand things and i looked out the window and there was my uncle he looks in and he goes you stay there i'm like Oh, You know, back now, I was like, well, what did I do? You, know, like, you stay right there, blah, 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 next to you, know, you know. My grandpa, my dad and everything are coming through this ward and everything. <clears throat> well, they had me, and Dad was like pushed through. He snatched me up out of the bed, you know, by my arm. I was like, oh, what did I do? You know, I'm like, oh, I'm just, you know, chilling out. Takes me out of the hospital. Come to find out, that ward was, uh, they had me sold, and they were sending me they were um with the the children that were all there because i was an american kid they had me sold and they had me taken they stole me and my family they said that they told my mom and my dad that I, you know i wasn't there that i already pick, got picked up and this and this and that oh it's it, and yeah dad found me and took me home we loaded up the truck and back to the united states here well wow, okay I gotta ask. <laughs> is it like a sex trafficking or was it just a no it was oh. they just uh I really don't know. I was so young, but um, yeah, all I that's know is exactly that um, what it was. You know, they just had uh, they stole me and put me in this orphanage ward. I was supposed to be abandoned in the hospital, and that's where with all those kids were that get abandoned there. Holy shit! And uh, because I was from the United States and I was bilingual, they they were keeping it really close. I remember that doctor kept circling, circling, circling. You right, know? but and you know, easy to hide you. Here, yeah i was here is seven year old seven years old with your parents
6: yeah
0: smells like all right that was mr machuca now i'll tell you first of all adam and i get a lot of shit for this on this podcast i like the the either the intense stories the true stories right. i like i like i like the ones that come from here and then, right. this one doesn't necessarily do that but it's a it's a situation The problem is, in this podcast, being we ran comedy shows for so long, I think people automatically think when they come on the podcast, all we want to hear is funny stories, and that could be further from the truth. And I've
1: heard that, too. I've talked to people, I don't have any funny stories.
0: Well, you don't have to have funny stories. Yeah. You just have to have stories. Yeah. Stories about your life, man. Stories about your life that, and no matter how small you think they are, you'd be shocked about how many people relate to that story, you know? Mm -hmm. Just like our first story today, uh, Allison Walker's, (laughs) man, you know? She told that story, and I mean it's a story about having to to take a, a, a poop man, and he couldn't find the worst sword to do, but it was such a great story and, and people loved it well
1: I, well i had to, I have to admit that up until this podcast, it has opened my eyes that I am not the only one that has close calls driving down oh, the road
0: you know no, man it's a, it's a big club <laughs> well, man. I knew about you and shit in the Budweiser <laughs> truck but <clears throat> Yeah, in the, van, ever, in, ever, in the back, in the trailer. By the way, not yeah. the Not an animal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but,
1: but uh, yeah, it's just like just ever you know everyday people. Thought, you know, right? I thought it was something with me because I'm a big fat fuck that eats eats bad. But yeah, well, I think that's part of our problem. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> that might be a little worse. That might be of part that. of the equation. But. That's not bullshit.
0: So you know, but yeah. <laughs> So, um, but Joe Machuka, it's funny because Brown Eyed Girl is also one of these stories, mm-hmm. not the one that I picked today. That was originally like, this is the one I was, I tell everybody when they're like, I don't know, I got stories that might, I don't know, might get you in trouble. But I'm like, watch Joe Machuca's episode <laughs> and the Brown Eyed Girl. I said, because I did not see that one coming when he hit me with it. But then as I re-listened to it, you know, I know I was going to pick it and I just, I threw Joe's episode on one day at work while I was driving. And then I forgot about this story. <laughs> um, but this is the story. When he, when, when I reheard it, I thought, oh, I forgot about it because Eyed Girl was so shocking—not shocking to me, but blindsided me. I forgot about this story. Mexican hospitality. Uh, this is a story that I picked because, man, how crazy is it in life that this is a guy I've known my whole life that I might not have known at all. Yeah. Had the wrong had the wrong thing yeah. went down one day back in 1978 or whatever it was. Right.
1: Yeah, just a matter of just a few minutes or a few seconds. His uncle, like if he hadn't looked out the window and saw his uncle as his uncle turned and they saw each other, yeah. man, Joe might not have ever been on episode 105. Yeah, he might not have.
0: <laughs> it's, it's very... It's, it's it's a scary thing. I don't have kids. You do. I they do. They're both gotten older. And, you know, they're yeah. they're grown. So it's not as scary now. But you but.
1: still, I still worry about. Oh, of course, course time, you do. Dude. Of course you do. You should. Harley drove down here by herself from uh, Fargo for Christmas, and right. dude, I downloaded Life three hundred and sixty, yeah, and yeah. called her mom, made sure her car was good, and made sure the
0: tires were new, and yeah,
1: yeah. dude, she's nineteen. She's you know, she's my kid. She's an right. adult,
0: but I right. still worry about her. Right. Uh, uh, conceal man uh, a conceal carry is what she needs so you know <laughs> yeah. well,
1: she's in North Dakota so I'm
0: pretty sure yeah, yeah. that she, she, got a, problem. She, got, she got a dirty hairy gun on her right now so. I, I
1: also told her I was like go, to, go get some mace and make sure yeah, yeah
0: so yeah. yeah buy her a sword
1: man you know what I mean that's yeah. what Brinley wanted for Christmas it well, was a good. sword no, don't we mess with a <laughs> chick
0: with a sword man she got a sword man I got her throwing knives instead that's fair that's fair <laughs> uh but anyway this this story is one of my f- actually one of my favorites of the podcast this year is his Mexican hospitality i mean mm-hmm. to be that young it, it was it was child trafficking absolutely oh yeah absolutely and this before you it, it's always been around but this this is the story that really said hey yeah, before it was in the spotlight yeah yeah so- joking in a very very uh early Early uh, mm-hmm. victim of this, man. So, Joe, hey, hey, Mijo, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. It was cool to have you. And Joe's a great guy. His po- his episode also really good, you know. And yeah, I d- I'm bummed I missed it. Yeah, I, dude, I'm telling you, like, I didn't expect any less from Joe Machuca. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't wait till 100 episodes goes by so I can hear more of his crazy shit. So, uh, thank you again, Joe. Love you, buddy. All right. Uh, next one uh, is you, you picked this yep, one. this one's me. Episode <laughs> 137,
1: Daniel Daniels um uh Danielle goes to jail,
0: <laughs> and there was kind of a theme oh, th- well, so actually let's watch it first okay we're going to watch first here's daniel daniel Daniel's got that stuff Daniel goes to jail enjoy
7: so this goes back to when I was still well, I was just out of high school first 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 freshman year at u c s b okay and i'm um um Signing up for all, all the clubs and everything else and yeah. huge animal lovers. So I discovered PETA, who was huge back then. Mm-hmm. I'm old. That's when they were, like, huge. And so I sign up with them, and I'm all about it. And we're throwing paint on people, and it's really fun. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so there's a group, though, at on campus that is um, talking about, you know, different animal rights, activism, and things we can nice. do. And uh, this one girl who is really, really shy, she brings up, she starts talking about her lab class and how awful, um, I think he's like the teacher or teacher's assistant or something, but he's he's kind of like the lab tech, like he man manages the lab or something but okay. he also helps the teacher or something
0: like a teacher assistant
7: yeah teacher assistant probably get paid five grand though, yeah I was gonna say. Okay. and he yeah <laughs> and he um i guess he's horrible he is abusing the animals and he's doing all this horrible stuff Oh no! so she's telling us about this and everything and everybody's getting mad about the stuff he's doing and the sick twisted stuff so then one day she comes in and she's got the she's got a Video tape. I guess she had somehow gotten the, the video su- surveillance tape because she was Time. talking to Sky Pat, that is part of the group, and they like got this tape, and they're like, "We have to do something," and we all watch it, and we're like, "Yeah, we have to do something." He's sadistic like he's definitely going to hurt animals and kill kids one day. So
5: <laughs> so we have to we have to leap. move. Yeah. We
7: have to move at this time because you know we are young freshmen so we know what we're doing.
0: Right. And <laughs>
7: mind you I graduated early of the summer birthday so I started my freshman year in college at 17. Nice. So <laughs> I'm really young. When's, and I'm like, when's your birthday? Let's get him. <laughs> June 8th. All
6: right. Yeah. All
1: right. So close. It's actually my dad's birthday.
7: Oh. Oh, happy birthday to you. (laughs) So, um, anyway, we make a plan. Because she was telling us about all the animals there and all this stuff and the ones he tortures and all this other. And so we all made plans, like, who was going to take the animals and where and what and all this other. (laughs) Contacted, like... One of the main PETA people in LA, and we'd yeah. have to go down there and make a uh, drop off, and we'd have to have to. And they so they came down, met with us. I mean, it was all covert and crazy. And I'm like feeling like a superstar because <laughs> <laughs> high school, college, you know, I'm yeah, 17, yeah. and I'm like, right. oh my God, just out of high school, and now I'm in college, and now I'm on this covert mission. <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> We're gonna catch the bad guys. Right. So, anyway, um, wasn't as glamorous as I thought it would be.
0: There wasn't like the Mission Impossible song playing in the background. No, and it. okay. no,
7: it's when we got there. Oh, it was so sad when we got there because all the animals, uh, oh, they were just anyway. They were in the cages and everything else. But um, one of the guys they had brought like bull cutters and all this, and they were taking the logs off, and we start just taking all the animals out because that was our plan is just to rob the stilia, yeah. right? And um, so anyway, and then the PETA people came in to help. You know the because they had helped us, like, organize this from L.A., and they were going to transport them since, you know, we went to the school and stuff. We mm-hmm. couldn't have them on us in case, you know, whatever. And so anyway, so then. Um, I could take it out. Do you want to say, take her name out? Yeah, okay. uh, and, and I defined her. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs>
0: Jane, her Swedish friend. <laughs> yes, my sweetest, my sweetest
7: friend. So anyway, she is very quiet inside, too, so that's a big part of this story, because it was really shocking what she does. And she's like, oh my god, I dropped um, I can't remember, she dropped her license or a credit card or something that would like ID her. Oh no. And I'm like, we have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they were like, no. And I'm like, yeah, we do, because she's got her ID in there. So four of us Go back, you know, like our four friend group, whatever. And we're sneaking in and we're looking for it on the ground and everything else. And um, all of a sudden, she says, as she goes, here. And then the lights go on. And every, I swear somebody peed their pants. Maybe it was me. <laughs> <laughs> so the lights go on. And everybody's like, oh my God. So we hide. And it's the dude, it's the bad guy. He's coming oh. in and he's caught us, right? And everybody's like, okay. and, you know, like, and I look over and I can see Patrick and, and I can't see the other two. And we're both like mm, giving him dirty looks and all this stuff. All of a sudden, and he's like, you know, looking and then he's starting to realize what's happened, that he's been robbed. She comes running out of her hiding spot. She's got a pole in her hand and she's attacking him.
0: She and we're like, a, a what in her a hand?
7: Po- some sort of pole. A pole. Okay, or some sorry, kind of sorry. rod or so- right. I don't know what she has in her hand, but some a kind whipping. of weapon. T- a weapon. She's yeah. got a weapon. And she's beaten down on Bad Boy. And so, <laughs> of course, Patrick and I think his name was Neil. I can't remember now. The other guy, we come out, we're trying to pull her off. He kicks her. And then, of course, everybody's like, no! <laughs>
0: The bad guy kicks her. Down.
7: Yes. <laughs> so then we kick him, and then it's because we're going into self defense. Long story short, campus security shows up.
0: Oh, shit. Rent a cops. Yep. Yep.
7: Yep. <laughs> and we all get in trouble. And they find mm. out everything going on and all this other And I ended up getting serious charges. <laughs> <Right. laughs> they were telling me it is grand theft and breaking and entering and um i mean it was like eight different charges are,
0: are these mostly domestic animals that you still own or is it like monkeys is it what is, i mean there's what's...
7: two monkeys there was six rabbits about 12 rats that i ended up getting and keeping
0: but but animals you can release out in that actual area other than the monkeys <laughs> I like, I no the monkeys. Uh,
7: yeah they're probably not the monkeys or yeah. bunny yeah but, but no, the other ones and the and cats dogs yeah oh. all, all, right. all of that yeah. so but the best part is so they're thinking, okay, now they find out that I'm only seventeen. And this time you can only charge me as minor. <laughs> and they're like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I'm like, what's this <laughs> I now? I, um, I
1: have a
7: job interview Yeah, I do. I have to go. Nice. I'm engaged to be married. Nice. Um so anyway.
1: <laughs> um,
7: so uh well, anyway, they started threatening to send me to juvenile hall, this other, oh, no. everything else. I'm not going to finish college, blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm just freaking out. So I call my father. And he says he'll be down, But it's going to take a while because he's not close. So just to, I guess, scare me or whatever, I don't know. They put me in a jail cell. And it's a nice. real jail cell, right. and it's not for kids. It is the <laughs> adult jail cell.
0: There's like a passed-out hooker. <laughs> I'm yeah, not I'm the kidding. <laughs> 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 they were.
7: but I thought they were segregated because that did not look like a female prostitute. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> a male prostitute.
0: <laughs> Excuse me, but her but, penis is hanging out. But gentlemen, don't,
7: don't worry. I was safe. I found a friend. Did you? Yes. I call her Bertha lovingly. She took me under her. Um, hairy armed wing. <laughs> and I think the smell just scared everybody away. Because <laughs> they were pretty scary. I thought I was a tough little girl until I got in there. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not scared at all. I don't
0: mean to be offensive, but I think Bertha. you might have been Bertha's bitch. <laughs> I think a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, man. That's okay. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Adam, why'd you pick
1: that one? So, <clears throat> it's kind of funny. Like, since so Danielle goes to jail, but it was funny as we joked around this whole episode. Because like her first story could have ended her uh, in the she could have ended up in jail, mm-hmm. with the other one about the bar fight, the yep. Jack Nichols bar fight, yep. you know there's jail implications possibly in that one. So right. it's just kind of a theme. But the whole thing with this, you know, she's young, she's I can relate because she was 19. That's how old my daughter is, and she's right. and I could totally see my my daughter Harley doing this, yeah. like breaking in somewhere to save a rabbit or a cat. <laughs> so <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah you know, it's just that you know trying to do something do doing something bad how do i want to say this doing something good but do going about it the wrong way Yeah, that's a great way to put it. and up. uh then she's the like i said in the podcast that she and she's the one that ends up in a cage at right. the end of the night right. so
0: right uh you know this is an episode that we brought her on we both know her kind of yeah kind of know her you know i i know her from the bar and from around a little bit um and when she came on, I mean, you always expect to have a good podcast and fun. And I think I remember you and I, after we were done, remarking how much fun we had during yeah, the it was, podcast. It was a blast. We yeah. had a lot of fun with Danielle Daniels, man. So, and all three stories were pretty good. Yep. You yep. know I'm what I mean? Right. And uh, I asked her about four or five people in her life that have all passed away. So that <laughs> got to be like, quit asking her, Larry. <laughs> I was sitting there like, dude, just stop,
1: man. <laughs> you're you're a, I've got a bad streak right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know, shout out to,
0: they've passed. So i you know, five minutes. Later. Shout out to yeah, heavenly, shout he's out. He's passed. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, next time you come, people that are alive, let's let's you know, or no shout outs, no shout so. outs, no shout. Well, you know me, that's impossible. So, uh, but yeah, this was a great, I'm glad you picked this one. This was pretty cool. And like I said, uh, episode 137, well worth the watch, you know, as are most of these episodes, you know, yeah. I and mean? so they've done really good. All right, next one, uh, is my one of my picks. Uh, episode 125 jd gordon uh this is what happened to your voice question mark all right enjoy So,
5: as you can see uh, my voice is a little messed up um so i was born the story goes as i and i don't know too many details because of course i was an infant it's Mm -hmm. just a lot of information i get from my parents right so when i was born i was born not making noise so it came out i was purple slapped me on the ass i wouldn't scream so lo and behold my vocal cords ended up being collapsed at birth oh wow um along with other complications along the way but um so as days go by you know the doctors tell my after they got me breathing because i had to be trached um after they got me breathing and everything and everything situated leveled out um they told my parents you can leave him mute the rest of his life or this was 1993 so They said we can do like similar to a vocal cord transplant, like we could take vocal cords and transplant them. So it took a couple weeks or so and my parents, you know, finally was like, well, I don't want them to not ever talk, you know? Right. So they did the vocal transplant and I don't know, you can slightly see a scar on my neck here. Sure. So they did the vocal cord transplant and uh, of course for years, well, not years, but until I was able to really verbally speak. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I sounded like a girl until the quote is, your nuts drop. Yep. And then I sounded like this. So we could never figure out why, but my parents tried to sue the hospital because where the vocal cords came from, I don't know where they got them, how it was. They called it a transplant. So I don't know if there was a donor, what it was, but they never told my parents this is how I would sound so right. my parents actually tried to go after the hospital um and I don't know what their goal was in the whole end deal if they wanted money right. out of it or right. what but yeah tried to go after the hospital for uh uh for this really right I'm not telling them, not warning them of how it would turn out in the end because it was like an ex I guess it was an experimental thing oh sure. Shit. yeah so um it's it's kind of weird. I really don't know. Like I said, I don't have a whole lot of detail on it cuz I was so little and I was traked until I was 14, 15 months old. Damn. Right. Yeah. So Yeah. It's it's uh it's a weird thing. They they did a documentary on it on CNN a long time ago. On
0: what? you per- on you personally? What? Yeah.
3: Oh wow. Yeah.
5: I think my aunt has the video footage on VHS. That's how old it is. Okay. Um on the whole that whole scenario—it was like a, a first-time deal, like an experimental deal, and I guess the the big thing with like trying to sue is there was approval, but there was never like they were never told until afterwards. This was like an experimental type deal, yeah. So, so they never knew the risk.
0: So there's not really negligence. It was just <clears throat> they we're ignorance. testing something out, and you agreed
3: to it. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 yeah, like there's Damn. no
5: like written contract or anything. And right. I don't know,
0: really, honestly. All right, that was J.D. Gordon, episode 125. What happened to your voice? Uh, the reason I picked this one is uh, J.D. did a really good job when he came on, mm-hmm. and I didn't know J.D. from Adam. He had actually gotten a hold of me about advertising on the Bullhucker, which we All were right. doing at the time. We're doing now uh, with uh, Magical Beans Coffee. We'll do them a little cheap plug. Um, that's coming up in this next year. We'll talk more about that later. Uh, but he, came, he got a hold of me, and I said, why don't you just come on the podcast and uh, – well, we'll pump your, your trailer business, right. right? And he did, and I mean, he just killed it. He did really well. Yeah. But this is the episode, this story I picked for one reason. J.D. has a very unique voice, and this mm-hmm. story tells why he has a unique right. voice. Uh, when he first came on, he was sitting in the seat, the guest seat, and he started speaking, and I was like, is this guy sick? Does he have a cold? You know, I was uh, right. my voice. Can he to clear his throat? the Yes, and I, I, so. didn't, I didn't say anything, because so I, I didn't know, but, right. but to this point, we had just been texting. That's all we've done. I never right. spoke to him on the phone. So he's, it was Matt Gordon. Yeah, it was Matt Gordon. Yeah, it was Matt was the co-host. Yeah, and uh, so we were, we were speaking to him and, and listening to his stories, and then he tells this story, and it makes sense, but it's such an incredible story in my eyes, because, I mean, it kind of made history a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I think it's cool that he he owns it, you know. And he told me he wants to start his own podcast, and I, I'm like, man, you have such a unique voice. Yeah, absolutely. I so. mean, you know, it's it's unmistakable. Yeah, he's uh, got that one thing that sets him apart from everybody else. Exactly. If you become famous, JD Gordon, uh, every comic hack in the world is going to try and <laughs> try and do <laughs> pretty pretty impressions of you, your voice. Try to do impressions of you. Be you and Christopher Walken. Right, and Owen <laughs> Owen Wilson, you three are going to be the ones they're always talking shit about in a different voice. So, uh, JD, it was a really good episode. And I mean, uh, I really liked JD when I met him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was a, just a down earth good dude. And, uh, and like I said, that was such an incredible story, man. I met Matt and I, like, much like you and Daniels, uh, during Daniel Daniels, you and I, when we left, Matt was like, Wow, you know, not right. that we didn't expect it, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's just a surprise, yeah, you know? yeah, like, Oh my gosh, that was wow, that was yeah. really great, you know what I mean? So, And I shouldn't say it was a surprise. I don't know how to explain it. It just was pleasant. You know, with the guests, we know it's going to be a good episode, right? But we're just like, oh, that was, you know, kind of a
1: little over the
0: top, a little above the,
1: you know, the norm. So
0: right. So that was absolutely. uh, That's why I picked him. So, all right, next episode uh, is one of yours.
1: Yep, one of mine. It's uh, episode one twenty one. Andy Barfield, third times a
0: charm. All right, check this one out. Enjoy. Charm.
6: Third times a charm. So. This is like multiple stories all in one because it, it was in one day. This a wow. whole one day thing. And it's quite an adventure. So this is what takes place with me and my brothers. Um, our ages at that time were probably, I wanna say I was n- nine going into 10 because this was like in 83. Joe was like eight and Israel's seven. So Saturday comes, we are not allowed to make any kind of noise for my dad. So we wake up, we sit on the couch wait. And that's that's the routine. Because we wake up dad, man, there's hell to pay.
0: Did he work nights? or? No,
6: he was a farmhand, and he was tired, and Saturdays was his day to sleep in. Gotcha. So we had to be quiet. We couldn't even turn on the TV. So we'd think, all right, well... Where we lived, do you know, uh, on Road U, the old Weisbart hog farm out there? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so that's where we lived at. We had a trailer in the back, and then there was the office trailer for the hog farm, and then the house was where my grandparents lived. Okay. And um, we got up, and it was probably about 6 or 7 in the morning, and Israel's like, let's just go outside. And Joe goes, no. And I go, yeah, let's go outside. So we snuck out the house, <clears throat> and we see that. My Aunt Norma's outside hanging out um clothes and my cousin Decatur was probably I think four, maybe Decatur. five. Yeah, Decatur. I haven't <laughs>
0: heard that name in so many years. What's up, Decatur?
6: Decatur Martinez. So he um he was little and they were outside and they were hanging out clothes and we asked if we can take Decatur for a walk. Yeah. So we we're playing and in front of grandma and grandpa's house there's a ditch and then there's the cornfield. And we decided we we're gonna go into that cornfield and we're just walking in there, we're trying to find frogs or whatever, and then we decide that, you know, we're going to topple the stalks and make, like, a little, <laughs> a little pad where we can sit and play. <laughs>
0: right, right.
6: Well, Decatur and Israel start pulling ears of corn and throwing them in the air, and throwing them in the air. And then we hear, we hear, it's the kukui, because somebody's that, coming.
0: That the kukui. The <laughs> Adam, do you know what the kakui is? It's, yeah. the it's the Mexican
6: boogie. It's the Mexican boogeyman. That's, that's
0: kind of what I
1: thought. And that, I yeah, sure.
6: and that's how we were, we stayed out of there, but of course, you know, we weren't afraid of that. So, yeah. you know, we're like, who is it? And we're like listening. And then next thing I know, I see this fly swatter and it's coming down and it's raining on us, man. This fly swatter is getting us. <laughs> we're poof, poof, taking off and I remember just snatching Decatur by the arm and we're yanking. Well, it's my grandpa. He's seen us. He's seen us throwing the ears of corn up in the air. So he made it to the field. So right. we got it, man, I'm that fly sweater, And we're like crying and stuff. And you know, he we got it again. He stopped us and grandma's like, well, that's what you get. You know, blah, blah, blah. And the right. went inside and he got put to sleep. You know, they put him to bed because he got a spanking too. And we went to mom's house. But they didn't tell mom and dad. So that was once. And so we decided we're just going to go down the road because my cousin Mich- uh, Michelle and Gail Guerrero mm-hmm. They're across the road from us, they lived in a house, so we went down there, and they're outside too, and so is my Aunt Frances, and can they come play with us? And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's go. So we head down the road, and we're like, let's play in the ditch, so we're playing in the ditch, and we made it to this area, and it was this big, old black like cesspool kind of thing, and we are always told, don't go near there. Right. Don't go in that, don't go near there, you're gonna get drowned and blah, 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 nobody will find you we're sitting there throwing dirt clouds and we're right at the edge of that son of a bitch and we're throwing the dirt clouds and we're laughing and stuff and um we see my dad in a distance coming and I thought well here comes dad and so Israel comes hey papi and he's like running towards him and my dad jumps the ditch and makes it to Israel and then we all because all the kids are just going right to him and he goes what are you guys doing and Israel's like, no, nah, he's like picked up the cans. and found a can because we used to pick up cans for grandpa. Yeah. And my dad just out of the back pocket, man, comes out with that leather belt, man. Whew, freaking nails Israel, man. Freaking boom, boom. <laughs> so me and Joe jump the ditch to the opposite side and we haul yeah. ass. So we're on the other side of the ditch. And we get past dad. Michelle and Gail run past my dad. My dad doesn't touch them and we're making it and we thought, okay, we see the garden and we're home free because then we can just shoot up the hill and get to our house.
3: Right, 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 right.
6: And my grandpa's in the garden, man, and we're like, okay, so we're getting past grandpa. Hell no, he had that long thin leather one and it just come out you heard the leather strap through all the belt loops man and he's like wham wham and now we're like catching it getting those inch whippings man like bam bam so we are screaming and me and Joe are like bawling we make it home and my mom's like that's what you guys get what were you guys doing over there this is all before 10 o'clock in the morning so we've gotten our ass kicked twice right right so Mom's like, what are you doing? And we were gonna take you to town and now you're not going, you're gonna stay right here. Okay, you know, okay. Yeah, and so, because yeah. makes it home and my dad has them and my dad's telling them, oh, these kids better not do anything. He goes, when I get home, you better have this, your beds made and okay. So we're crying, I'm oh, sorry dad, you know. And we're yeah. like looking at our legs and stuff and we're looking at the little welts on our on our butts and our legs and stuff and then they leave, grandma, grandpa, mom and dad take off, they leave us kids alone unattended. It was okay, because it happened many times, you just feral little babies.
3: Right, right.
6: Well, Joe's like, let's go hunting. And I go, let's go hunting. And he goes, yeah, my dad had this 22 rifle, and Joe knew how to work it. So he put the little bullets in there and those little gold boxes, and um, we go up the hill past the um, hog farm, because there's like hogs and stuff, so we were away from it. We got pretty far, and, like, up against that field, 76, Highway 76 happens. So it's all the semis and stuff, so we're out there. So like, what are we hunting? He goes, well, let's find a snake. He goes, and let's find mice. Let's kill those. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So Israel's, like, picking up these panels, and we're looking under panels, and these mice are, like, hauling ass all over the place, and Joe's just unloading that, that rifle, just going for it. Then we find like a little baby rabbit, and Joe wants freaking rabbit, and I don't know why, so we're chasing this rabbit, and Joe's shooting.
3: Because Joe
0: Machuca's a monster. (laughs)
6: Joe's (laughs) shooting, and Israel's right next to him, and he's like hauling ass, and then he goes, Joe! And I thought, oh my gosh, and I turned around and looked. Well, the boys were behind me, and I'm off to the side, and I looked, and then he goes, you shot me! And I thought, oh Oh, my god. So we stopped, and Israel picks up, like he pulls his pants down, And Joe goes, no, I didn't, and he goes, yeah, you did. And so like on his knee, like his little tiny knee, there was like a gray, it it grazed him and it cut him, like it was really weird Mm -hmm. color, and it just grazed him. He goes, look what you did to me, stupid, and (laughs) we are like, oh my God, I'm like, let's go back home, you know? So we go back home, and we put that away, and my my mom and dad, in the nick of time, they're done. And they're there, and they're like, where were you guys at? Um, we're, we're out there looking for rabbits and, you know, telling them lies and trying to cover our asses because we had that gun and stuff. And, uh, he's like, okay, he says, well, we're going to make this so they start cooking some food and stuff. So this about more towards the evening, we got away with that shit. Right. Well, grandma says, come over to the house, I need you to do this. So there was a guy that was living in that office, um, where the, uh, uh, the hog farm office was. Okay. Grandma did his laundry. Grandma's like, take these clothes over there and put them on his bed and um, give him this. And it was a note saying, hey, this is how much you owe me for doing your laundry.
3: Yeah.
6: Get there and stuff. And we're dinking around with the ad machine. And it's me and Joe and Israel and my cousin Michelle and Gail. And we're dinking around with everything that we're not supposed to. And I pick up the phone. And we dial Grandma's phone number. And she answers and I go, is Rosa home? She goes, who is this? It's your comadre. Oh no. i was <laughs> sitting there laughing, and then I hung up the phone. And then we still stayed in there and played. Man, and Grandpa come in that back door, and had the freaking belt out. Joe turned around and he tried so hard to get up and get out, but we made it out the front first. <laughs> and Joe was last, always last. And he freaking caught it crack. And then we made it to grandma. And grandma's like, nope, nope. And my mom's like, what did you guys do now? And I'm like, nothing. We didn't do anything.
0: What's commander mean? My
6: mother's like, um,. Your mother's best friend, like a, say like a friend, yeah, like a thing. best friend, okay. like your that's your girl, okay. you know, okay. that's your girl. Okay. I don't know how to say it in English, like okay. a
1: comrade, okay, yeah, comrade, sure.
6: yeah, your comrade. Okay. And so they're like, You were playing, and grandma's like, Grandma always like protected us from them, but right. this time, man, she like pushed us, she's like, You got it. So, <laughs> man, grandpa come in, and he's like, well, Get up, and this time, Michelle and Gail got it with us, man. Yeah, and he, yeah. like, we were like, I was laughing because they went first and i'm like you know laughing at him and then it was my turn it wasn't so funny when it came to my (laughs) turn we're crying and then my dad come in and they told my dad man and then we freaking caught it again man i swear to god three times and one day we got asses kicked and it's like do you think we learn it's like never learn it was just and that's the way our life went because it was like one ass kink hit every day. And then we like, we didn't get hit today. <laughs> <I was>
0: like, <laughs> what, what happened? I was like, what? Are we still
1: loved? Are like, we still loved? <laughs> what,
0: yeah. what did we do?
6: I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is, it was that one whole day. And I'll never forget that. Jane Joe's like, you remember that? You remember that? I'm like, yeah, you stupid. I was like, you're the one who did it. Yeah, <laughs> All
3: right. Funny. That
0: was yeah. Andy Barfield, episode 121, Third Time's a Charm. Adam, why'd you pick that one? This one is
1: just. It kind of takes me back to childhood, you know, running around with your cousins, raising hell, causing trouble, right. Um, hiding in the cornfields, and just that whole you know, prank calls. Every, yeah. Just everything she talked about, it's like, yep, did that, yep, right. done that. And then when her, you know, the belt comes out, yep, been there too. So right. it right. just, you know, brings up a lot of good memories from when I was a kid and hanging out with my buddies. and. And stuff so that was a great pick. it was a great
0: pick it really was and andy barfield's such a shit talker that's why i love her <laughs> she does she talks a lot of shit that's what makes her great but uh and she was here on her birthday she was here on her birthday that's right i totally forgot that's right um you know I, I agree with you on all that stuff you know i'm gonna sound like the old man but our generation had that you know mm-hmm. this this generation does not not to dog this newer generation because they have like all the iphones all this stuff that keeps them indoors so would we we would right. have too if we had that, you know, but mm-hmm. we didn't, right? Right. So, like you said, I not so much cornfields, but me and Mac and CJ and Jason Moss, all those guys played football every day. We, I mean, we'd leave the house and you come back home, right? That that evening, you know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. I, I it was a, that's why it's that cool episode. It, that's a great example of not a crazy crazy thing happened in that episode, but it's such a relatable episode or story. That's why it makes it a great yeah. story, yeah, right? Like- so like she was talking about going to the cornfields and stuff like that. Me and one of my
1: buddies, Chris, we'd always go down and swim in the river, right. which was right outside of Holly. And, uh, and my parents knew we'd go down there, right. but they'd tell us, "Don't you get in that water?" "Well, okay, we will. And, yeah, so, yeah, we, yeah, we're going to go fishing." So we'd cast our lines down here and then go fifty yards upstream and swim. Yeah, of course. And then they'd get home at night. Do you did you get in the river? And I'm like, no. Then why is there sand all over the? You know, <laughs> not cleaned out of the pockets of my shorts. Yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those deals yeah, where that's very cool. You know
0: doing things you're not supposed to, that's what kids are supposed to do, right? And and for them and for her, it was brothers and cousins and family, yeah. you know. That's that's how, yeah. It. And I, I'm
1: a, like my next old, my next cousin is 10 years older than me. Oh, really? Yeah. So my sister and I were actually the, we're the babies of the whole cousin thing, so we really didn't have the cousins and stuff to grow up with. So it was with me, it was more my like,
0: like buddies from school, but you know, same thing. See, so I'm, I'm exactly with you. My cousin Amanda is two months older than me, Ed's daughter, mm-hmm. and then everybody else is in Pueblo. You're right. You know, so I don't, I'm not really close with a lot of them because I grew up out here. Yeah. But, man, I, that's why uh, family isn't always blood, man. You know what I mean? All it's, right, it's, for sure. You choose your family.
1: Yeah. All my cousins grew up in, like, California and Washington. Right. And, and so I had a couple cousins
0: that was there in town, but they were older than me. Right. So. And that's what's cool about having these, these friends, lifelong friends, right? I mean, they're the people you grew up with. They're the people that you, you learn life's lessons with. You know what I mean? And those are just amazing memories to have. So, uh, Andy Barfield, Uh, well done, my friend. Well done. And all her stories were pretty good, too, man. It Mm -hmm. was a fun episode. They were fun.
3: uh,
1: The best part is she told the story about the car. Yeah. And you're like...
3: I know I've heard that somewhere. I don't know where
1: her brother had told you that story
0: because it happened to him. Right, right, but not during the podcast. <laughs> but not during,
1: the po- yeah, afterwards. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you're like son of a bitch. I knew I'd heard that. Yeah, because I said, Joe, is there? Is there I, sometimes if the if the podcast is a little short, which is fine, I'll, I'll sometimes ask, was there another story that didn't quite make the cut? Right. And uh, Joe goes, yeah, there's a story, and he tells me that story. So, like you said, when Andy's telling me the story, I'm thinking, have I heard? Is this common? <laughs> Does this happened to me. I do a lot of drinking.
1: I'm like, yeah, that's a hazard of this podcast. I mean, we've heard so many stories. How many? What episode are we at? Like one forty uh, something. We just
0: recorded one forty. This is one
1: forty-eight. So, yeah, and you've been here for all of them. Yeah. So yeah, one basically one fifty times three. You've heard four hundred and fifty stories, yeah, dude. dude. So been crazy.
0: <laughs> Pretty wild, man. You've been here for quite a few of them, though. So yeah. it's a. Uh, been nuts but uh yeah it was uh it was pretty funny and i did i guess it right i can't remember is that why i guess that one i don't know um God, i don't remember now dude like I said there's been a hundred yeah, damn things so i can't remember wild so all right that was andy barfield thanks andy uh all right next on uh, episode 113 rico flores uh <laughs> bone <laughs> appetite be—it's not bon appetit because you try to do that. I tried to church it up, make it right, and yeah, it was yeah, wrong. Yeah, so. he, he had to correct you for a good reason. So here, <laughs> here is Rico, Rico Lopez, bon appetite. Check it out. All right, yeah, that's right. That Rico Lopez told that story yeah, on here. Know me. <laughs> the reason now, listen. He's another one when people tell me, like, oh, my stories might be too saucy for your podcast. I'm like, shit, have you ever eaten man tacos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever seen someone make love to a hog? I mean, remember that story? Yeah, that was a bonus. That was a bonus story. <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, Rico, is there one didn't make the cut? He's like, yeah, kind of. And I'm like, yeah, is it going to top the taco story? And I'll be damned if it did. It did. Yeah, so, but that was a story. I picked that story purely because i couldn't believe he told us i know ballsy ballsy my friend that was another one after he left he's like you're
1: like dude can you believe he told us that story yeah yeah.
0: so and you know what rico's whole episode was good too yep rico lopez is a hell of a good uh, flores why do you call him lopez my bad i have no idea rico flores my my bad bro have i been calling him that the whole time i I haven't paid no, attention. I'm an idiot. Rico know. Flores. I don't know why you That's why I those... just go with first names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rico. But he's an actually uh, an incredibly good storyteller. He is. You know, even the story about the racing the cars. We had the oil, and you know, I just everything about that episode was fantastic. He was. He was very good at it. I I, I look forward to the day we get Rico back on the podcast. Yeah. He was. And so when I was, you told me what stories you'd
1: pick, so I went back and re-listened. You know, I was here for part of them, but not all of them. And, when i got to that one we were coming home from my oldest daughter was here <clears throat> and we're coming back from greeley she's over there she has her earphones on listening to her podcast so and she listens to her whatever and <clears throat> i told her i'm like you need to listen to this yeah. and so she's listening to it and at the end we're Talked about the serial killer and the meat, the men, or the human meat, and the tacos. Her chin hit the hit the floor. Her eyes, cut, she's like, "What?" Right, <laughs> it was hilarious. Right, right. Like, Yeah,
0: I said we well, hear some crazy shit on this podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah. So it was good. And like I said, Rico Flores is a hell of a good storyteller. I really, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it, man. So and his wife was on too, and she did a really good job as yep, well. You know, she did. I mean? but being a, a realtor in town and, and uh, head of the chamber of commerce, I think uh, Adriana kind of. Kind of scaled it back a little, you know. I get it, and she has to, that you know. But right. uh, maybe one of these days when uh, she retires, we will get her back on. do we'll, yep. All right, you know, let us have it, sister. <laughs> but uh, and they're both so they're so much fun. They're they're a good couple. So uh, that was Rico Flores, episode one thirteen. Bone Appetite. Now uh, this last episode, where our uh, story we're going to talk about, uh, I, I picked it at the last minute because I here's the deal, man. I there was so many, and I'm going to talk about a few after this, but there was so many I wanted to. I wanted to have on, but uh, I had this one last minute. So this is episode 129 Michaela Marco, just doggy style. Check it out. It,
8: it was just doggy style. Don't let us down, sister. Listen, this is this is how this all started, okay? I'd gotten off work, a lovely night at shift, a shift at work.
5: And this is at night. the
8: Queens, right? This was at the Queens. This did not happen at the Queens, but... I'd gotten off a shift working at the Queens, yes. I'd gotten home, and this should have been my first indicator that I should have went to bed, okay? (laughs) It should have been a no-no, Michaela, no-no. I got home to my fiancé sitting there, standing there in his whitey-tidies with two shots poured. Whitey-tidies is super
5: sexy. What's your
8: fiancé's name? Tyson. 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 Tyson, yes. buy some colored
0: underwear, man. Seriously. Yes. Good lord, brother.
8: There are such sexy ones out there. Come on, Tyson. Tidy <laughs> We we gotta find you something else, man. Yes. Yeah. What, right. what are
0: you a school teacher from the fifties? Come on, yeah. bro.
5: We're all gonna send you some fancy. At underpants. least we had
8: those on.
5: <laughs> right. You know. Uh, yeah.
8: we'll give him credit for that. He was wearing underwear. Instead, it had been just a great night at work, and I figured, why not? Two shots, we'll go to bed. Right. Well, the full bottle later we moved the party into the bedroom, you know, just really trying to end the night night well,
5: and what are you drinking? shots of whiskey, whiskey? yeah, okay, amen. I'm a
8: sucker for whiskey,
0: amen, sister
8: yeah, yeah, so we <laughs> and so that that's why it was the bottle you see i I couldn't just stop with the shots, right, but oh, um, we went into the bedroom and we'd been. You know five minutes into it there's not i'm not gonna hide anything about it I have five minutes into this and he loses his balance
5: so you guys are five minutes in and already banging hard Five
8: minutes in well we've taken the party into the bedroom and we're five minutes into it okay okay and he and so five minutes and my bed all right i've got a I've got a big guy. He's he's six six. All right. So he said oh. uh, everything in our house is giant size. Right, right, right. And so my bed is like, you know, up to here. Right. So he loses his balance. And instead of just falling by himself, he's got to do the romantic thing and try to take me with him, you know? <laughs> and so i um,
5: so Does he pull a reach I, around you know, on you?
8: I've been... I've or laid it awake.
5: All happen so I fast? I don't
8: know, Jenny. I don't know. I've laid <laughs> awake so many nights trying to think. And then I close my eyes and it comes all back. <laughs> I can't go back. So I'm set. So, so somehow, this guy had gotten me from doggy-style position down to the ground, and my leg is bent at an L sideways Ugh. underneath the bed, and he fell, fell right on top of it. Okay, I heard the break. The first words out of my mouth were, your fat ass broke my leg. <laughs> like, I mean, I was shocked, was pissed, and Was it a compound
5: fracture? Did it come out of the no, skin? No, okay. no, it
8: didn't. So I'm, I didn't see any blood. I didn't see anything. I just felt huge amount of pain, Ugh. huge amount of pain. And it took this guy five extra minutes to get me up off the ground because I'd called him fat. I I sat there. I'm laying there, broken. My leg is still under the bed. Like uh, I'm, I'm so sorry, I called you he fat. Time. He's sitting there. We're drunk. Well, we're drunk. Well, he's more drunk because obviously I've just been sobered up real fast. Okay, I'm sitting there. Your fat broke me, and he's. What do you mean I'm fat? We want to have that talk right now. So he finally gets me up off the ground, and he goes in to call his mom first. And then the ambulance. He calls his mom because
5: oh, is he a mama's boy? He,
8: n- well, no. He calls his mom because we've got kids, and so we can't. There, oh, try okay. The microphone again.
5: Yeah.
8: He he tries. He we wanted to keep you the need kids in Care, yeah. We I mean I don't want to take the kids with me and be having to be like listen, doc. You know? Or yeah, but or
4: then, explain to him why we like have to 1
8: run o'clock off in the morning. Right. You know, right. and so we call his mom, and then the ambulance, and I'm still sitting in there naked, and so. I, I'm having to get there. You're, I, you're on the floor no, still. No, I, I got, he put me naked? up on the bed. Okay. He put me up on the bed, but I'm uh-huh. sitting there crying and I'm like, hey, you got to get me up. You are, you got to, we got to get me dressed before these, the, the M T show up. I'm going to know one of them and I'm going to, they're yeah. going to see me naked. Yeah. And so thankfully we got, his mom shows up first. Okay. And so I'm sitting in here in the bed and he's out there still in his whitey died. he's explaining to his mama what happened. And I'm in there crying, looking out the window, just desperately wishing it was the ambulance coming to my rescue. Like, please help me, just take me away. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm looking out the window, and I had gotten dressed. Okay, I was still, I was still crying. Okay? I, I'd never felt some, like this kind of pain. Uh, besides, I mean, not even birth. Okay, this was a different kind of pain. It was, it's awful. All
2: right.
8: Um. The ambulance, EMTs show up. And Dyson had gotten dressed. And he's walking around with this damn smirk on his face. Like, this is a, not a smirk, but this shit-eating grin. And I just want to slip off his face. Like, what are you smiling well, well, for? Well, I kind of get it. You I know, mean, the sexual prowess knock her right that, off the bed. Tease, <laughs> dude. They show up, they're sitting there, and I'm like a mess. I've been crying, and Tyson, the EMTs are all just like, you know, just trying not. And they were very professional. They were great guys, but they, it was hot. something. How could you not laugh at something like that? Like, dude, you broke your leg fucking, really?
0: How'd you break your leg? I'm well, we sexing. And, and, and he's all, yeah.
5: he's all, yeah. Oh, you just happy. You
8: broke my leg, and I can't get up and punch you in the nose right now. <laughs> something. Oh. So... We get in this, this, like, lift thing, right? And the EMTs ask him to help carry me out to the ambulance. And I'm over here. I I held onto to one of the EMTs next. Like, ah, oh, his mother, he just fell with me off the bed. There's no way he's going to be dropping me on the way to the ambulance <laughs> right, too, right, you guys. Right. So we get to the hospital. He stayed back. His mom's. His mom drove him. She's, she's a hero. She comes and helps us quite often what? with not things like this every time, but. She's a she's a helper. She's she's very helpful. What's mom's name. Stacy. What's up, Stacy? Kudos yes. to you, Stacy. <laughs> um so we finally got to the hospital and I'm sitting there and I had to explain to the doctor three different multiple times. Not even just three times. Like, yeah, no, this is what happened, you know. Uh this is how it went down and they didn't believe me because due to the the way that it broke my leg i broke my tibia and my fibia. <coughs> oh you had broken both i had broken oh, both yeah and chipped the bottom of my kneecap <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so they thought it was abuse maybe yeah okay. and so and oh, that's what he was explaining whole, do you feel safe at home
8: over and over which i get yeah. you know there there's that those instances that you do need that but i'm yes. sitting here like listen that's not what this is. Right. This is that. It was just, We were fucking like, this is very far from that. Yeah. And, um, they didn't believe me until he walks in with that same damn <laughs> smile on his freaking face, <laughs> stumbles in like his six six three hundred self. <laughs> Who's well, I'm here in the doctor. Oh, okay. And then they got it. They <laughs> I could they just see him
4: come walking in with a strap. What up, what up, Ooh. what up, what up, what
8: up? Man, I just sat there like I wanted to cover my face. Like, yeah, no, he, that's the one. Yeah, that's, he's with me. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's um, not the best way okay, to get well,
0: off. That was uh killer <laughs> Marco. Um, she was a lot of fun, too. That was the first time I would met her. Uh, Jen knew her from. A, okay, she was telling a story at the Queen Lounge where she bartends. Go see, go see Marcella; she's great. Uh, and Jen's like, "Stop there. <laughs> Have you ever done a podcast?" And she's like, uh, "No." And so she's like, "Fuck you. You're gonna come do our podcast, you know?" Mm-hmm. So uh, she came on and told that story, and I dude, the story is fantastic because, uh, oh, my God, to break a leg like that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of rough sex, but damn, oh, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tyson, what's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? You got abused by a dude in whitey tidies. That's that's impressive. So <laughs> he's probably going to kick my ass. When he's, he's, yeah. I don't yeah. know what he looks he's, like. He's 6'8"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah six, he's 6'6", six, 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 yeah. He's bigger than me. How tall are you, 6'4"? I'm 6'4". Yeah, yeah, so, so, so I'm always 6'2", so he, he's bigger than us, which doesn't happen yeah. very often. No, you know, not, not at all. Not at all. So, uh, we're usually two of the biggest guys in the room, but that's a crazy story. But my favorite part of it is where he gets all offended because she screams in pain because <laughs> her leg is snapped. <laughs> Your fat ass broke my, my leg. leg. And, and then he pouts. He is offended. <laughs> he gets offended. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen Hot Tub Time Machine? You know, no, I haven't. It. It's what I want to watch, but oh. I've never seen it. He goes back in time and he can't remember why she stabs him in the eye and She's breaking up with him. He says something about well, you You oh, later in life you get fat. She's like, I'm not fat and She stabs him <laughs> in the eye with a pen. That's what I remember. That's what reminded me of that story so much was that. that's all he was like, fat. <laughs> She's like, like You, you know, don't own a mirror, bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. What's funny is like with me, I'll have people come
1: up like I took a fall protection class for work and most fall protections rated for three hundred and uh eighty five pounds. Right. And um North of there, yeah, a little bit. That's and fine. so, uh, the guy came up to me, and he's like, um, "What do you weigh?" And I told him, and he's all, "You're not going to be able to use, you know, go like climb that ladder." I was like, "Yeah, I, okay, cool, whatever." I mean, Right. how awkward <laughs> for that guy? <laughs> yeah. I get that, that a lot too. It's like, I don't think you're going to. Yeah, all right, sweet. You know, I own a mirror. I I buy shirts to cover this. Yeah. And yeah. So, uh,
0: when I started <clears> the dryer, I'm not getting the whole story, but. Fall protection. I had, like, the the harness on and stuff, and that truck pulled out from underneath me. As I dangle there like a piñata getting up, (laughs) I go to the safety guy. He's also the HR guy, Mike Lintel. What's up, Mike? And that's the first question. Did it hold you? (laughs) Uh, Are my legs? Do you see a compound fracture? Because that's a way to fall, you know? So, yeah, uh, that's a great story. And I really like Michaela. She was a lot of fun. She got into it, so. Uh, and then by now she should be back to bartending. So please go check Michaela Marco out. So um, those are the stories we're going to show right now. Did you, you had one an honorable mention? Did you that damn near didn't make it. Did, yeah, there,
1: there was there was a couple that I was on the fence about. One of them was uh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, Travis Freeman. Oh, the, it's called Bedpan. Is a bedpan? So yeah, yeah. yep. Another uh, close call poop story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and even even happens to first responders. Yeah, he even has the first responders And trousers <laughs> on is a, calls.
0: He's an in shape dude, man. So I don't know, man. It's the old colon is always it's, it's a tricky one, you know. So, yes yeah, so as he was telling us that story, I was thinking, I need to get a bedpan and put in my dress. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. That would have also made it with me too. I, I I really looked at that story hard to pick that one. So uh, one that I really uh, man, it was hard not to pick was Freddie Vintonette. Uh okay. the, the one where he smokes smokes weed he thinks but it turns out to be like hash or something and it just kicks his ass or heroin. I that wasn't heroin, but it was something like hash. And he's freaking out, there's water all over the floor, his stepmom comes, she's like, What are you doing? and he just hauls off and bitch slaps her. <laughs> I mean, and the story just goes on from here, you know what I mean? And yeah. and I'm like, Did she did she What'd she do? Nothing. My dad got all weird and you know, and such a great story. And then he also has a, the golden shower story mm-hmm. in that episode. So Freddie Vintonette was a great episode, yeah, it man. It was. You had another one that that didn't
1: make the list. Um yeah, it was uh Juan Ayella, uh Scorpions and that was actually the first episode or the he was our first guest of last year. Right. Um so that one's just one of those things where I know you know, I'm friends with Juan Rick Stro comes up in the story. All the time. You know, Rick, he sells cars, but apparently he sells tigers and scorpions and right. everything else, too. So right, right, right. I just thought that was kind of a, a funny story where, you know, it's like I got a guy, and that guy always turns, ends up
0: being Rick.
3: Right, <laughs> so. right,
0: right. Uh, Nick Mosqueda was one of my, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to check out that episode. He's the one that eats the hot chip and uh, the fishing story. Or the hunting story, I apologize. I don't remember that one. That one I almost picked too. I, I, I came and rolled down close because it's a fairly simple story, but it's one of those stories you put yourself in like, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a story where he goes duck hunting uh, over by the river. He's about a little over a mile from his house, or from the car, I'm sorry. Uh, he gets a duck, it falls, it goes down, he goes to get the duck. As he's walking in the ice, he submerges. He breaks through and goes oh, all the way oh. through. All the way through, gets back out, and it's 10 degrees outside right so he's got to try and at that point he's like the, the clock starts right you you've got to get somewhere quick you know right so it's a, it's a story about i mean he had all his limbs all his toes and fingers which he's very lucky to do hypothermia comes quick you mm-hmm. know it does not mess and he said as he's walking he just sees the frost starting to appear on his chest you know what i mean and so uh that, that almost made it. that and the heat those hot chips you can do that chip challenge right uh the whole story is great, but the, my favorite part is where he wants to go to the hospital because he's in pain, <laughs> and his niece works there, and he calls her, and she's like, don't bring your ass in here. There ain't shit we can do for you, and we're busy. <laughs> oh, we're busy. <laughs> yeah. Stay your ass home, dummy. So, uh, Nicholas Gay, was a great episode, too. Was there so, any more?
1: So, well, going back to the, you know, falling through the ice thing, when I was in, I was probably a freshman in high school. Me and one of my buddies went goose hunting on the river down in the uh, south of Holly, <clears throat> and so... It's me and Barrett and his dad, Ken. What's up, Barrett? Don't What's really up, Barrett? In. Don't do a shout-out to Ken. He passed away a couple years ago. Okay. okay. So uh, Heavenly shout-out. Yeah, there we go. And so this goose comes flying out. Barrett and I both shoot at the same time. We both hit it. Feathers roll. Duck falls into the river and then like floats to the far side of the river. Right. This is like beginning of January, and it's cold. Well, we have Barrett's hunting dog, and he's trying to get the dog to go across the river, and the damn dog won't get in the water. Yeah. So Barrett's like way down the river looking for a shallow place to try to get his dog to go across. And I finally just handed my shotgun to Ken. I'm like, I'll just wait across. And it was only like mid-calf. But it was like I said, it was cold. And then I stepped and stumbled, and there was like a wash that I stepped down in, and then it was like up to my knees or like <laughs> mid-thighs. And so <clears throat> the further I went, the deeper the water got. And right as I was getting ready to grab the goose, I took a step, got tangled up in some tree branches that were underwater. And I fell and the water came clear up to my chin. Oh, shit. And so I was, just, you know, I was. I had taken my coat off before I got in right. the water. So I was at least able to get that on. But right. But yeah, that was, it was one of those things where I was shivering before I was back across the river. And yeah. we were in this old Willie's Jeep that didn't have much heat. It was just the heat off the engine. And oh, wow. And so yeah, they hauled ass back into Holly and got me home and changed and warm. Yeah, and, and you that, can't you can't yeah. warm up right away
0: either. No, you got to let it so, generally happen, right? Yeah, yeah. When,
1: you know, kind of slow, get out of your clothes and wrap right. up in a blanket and right, right, and that type of stuff. And then my dad ended up cooking that
0: goose, and it was the worst <laughs> fucking thing I've ever eaten. It was horrible. <laughs> Good job, Luther. <laughs> it's gross. So <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, what uh, one more honorable mention? And uh, like I said. I could go on with honorable mentions all day long. Right. Because there's so many good episodes. But the one that stuck out to me was Nick Grantham. And the way it stuck out to me was how you know, he throws his wife under the <laughs> bus. Yeah. And you could yeah. see her to my right that, that, that day. And you could just see the eyes on her. I'm like, Nick, I hope you have a comfortable couch to sleep on tonight. Every, every time we look over there, Amy would flip us off. <laughs> Nick and Amy Grantham were both great people too. I really, I really like Nick and Amy. Too. I'm so glad they came on, and Amy did a really good job as well, man. She did. Uh, hey, she girl did. is one of the, <laughs> one of the oh, probably should have made this list too about this guy trying to warn her about maiming herself, and she's like creeper, you know. She's shit. So fantastic story, man. It, it, hey, 2023 was great for the podcast. This is actually the third year we've got to do the best yep, of or not best is. of our favorites. Right, right um and it's been good thank you for all your help man yeah you're welcome it's been it's been so much fun um I, and i do really want to thank everybody that's came onto this podcast everybody that's giving it a shot some people have a harder time coming on which i understand uh doing this you got to step outside your comfort zone a lot and a lot of people have a hard time with it you know mm-hmm. but i am proud to say that i have a 100 percent accuracy on people when i tell them at the end were you nervous yeah would you come back and do it again absolutely mm-hmm. right yep it's a good time. You know what I mean? You're not gonna offend me or this guy. You know, come on, dude, you know. At this point shocking us. Good luck. Bring it on. How <laughs> does a truck driver and I work construction? I mean come I on. Mean, man. Come on, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> even if you say it in Spanish, he's gonna kinda get the gist now. Yeah, he'll even gonna, kinda he, understand it. You'll so. know some of the words like I know that's supposed to offend me, you son of a bitch. But uh I want to thank everybody. It's been so much fun and so awesome. I'm yep. excited for 2024. I think we're going to do some a lot of fun things. Yeah, I think so too. I think we have some sponsors coming up. You know what I mean? Nice. So, uh, yep. Uh, Casey's uh, graphics are gonna get mm-hmm. involved, and it's gonna be kind of a cool thing along with uh, Magic Bean. So, uh, one of the things that
1: I'm surprised we hadn't talked about one of the biggest things for this podcast in 2023 was we actually have a studio. We have a studio
0: now. Yep, it's been very so. cool. It's, it's very recognizable too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, actually, the the coffee mugs are coming uh, for Magic Bean. You can go if you go to Magic Bean there at the block commissary okay. down there the old uh, stakeout for you old fools uh i think the coffee mugs will actually have this picture behind us on there oh, casey's trying awesome. to work that out. so yeah nice. it'll be kind of cool so i'm super excited for all that man um like i said 2024 i'm excited if you want to come on the podcast if you know somebody that can come on the podcast because you know they're a great storyteller uh get a hold of me or adam you know we'll, we'll yeah. make that happen absolutely you know and like i said uh if you come on and uh, say something you don't want to say, we can edit anything out. You know what yep. I mean? This is not live, you know. We're not here to cause anybody problems. We don't anybody get in trouble. You know, right. it is what it is. So, uh, And if you do recommend someone, please at least Let them know. (laughs) Okay, so when I show up, they're like, who the fuck are you, you know? Um,
1: And then then we show up, and they show up here, don't know us, and then we bring them into the basement.
0: Yeah, 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 and it's creepy at first. Like, you know, you got Adam's big ass (laughs) lure, and you're in here, and I peek around the corner all weird, and they're like, oh, God, this is where it ends, you know? So these two bastards are going to
1: eat me. Look at the size of them. (laughs) So uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and you like what you're seeing, there's a little button down in the corner click that subscribe button. It's a small click for you, but a big click for us. Man,
0: it's a big click for us, man. We, we appreciate the support. And no matter what you're watching or listening to this on, no matter what platform, leave a rating and review. We yep. don't always get to see them, which, you know, kind of tough, but uh, we do appreciate the support. And on YouTube, if you, take a guess, man. Take your guess. Like, when we stop and we're plugging everything before they do the reveal, man, throw out a guess. It's so much fun. Even if you're wrong, who gives a shit? It's fun to see what everybody picks. Right? right? Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, that's about it. That's gonna be it, man. This is a long episode. Yeah, it is a real do you, long episode. Do you
1: have 2023
0: 20, stats by chance. I, I had a chance to add them. Oh, you, okay. I'm pretty sure you won, you bastards. So. <laughs> that's why I wanted them. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna try and do it today, but that's 50 <laughs> episodes I gotta go through to see rock, paper, scissors, and whatever. And you might have actually done pretty well guessing this year. I, I was on a roll there for a while. Yeah, then, you really were, you know, and uh, because the only one who can talk trash is in uh, The past two years, she wasn't on much this year. But the first two years, she's the only one to actually finish with a positive record. That's why she don't come back on. That's why, man. She's like Elway, stop <laughs> yeah. way ahead. You know yeah. what I mean? Punk. I'm in the Super Bowl. I'm out. Yeah. So. <laughs> Peace, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, man, I hope you guys had a great 2023. And I wish you the best of luck in 2024, yeah. man. I hope, we'd love to have your support. We'd love to have you on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Come get a hold of us. Come on the podcast. Absolutely. Just tell some stories. Tell me some stories, man. Tell us some stories. So until we see you then, I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Adam voki Hey, peace.